0: Hey, what's up guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. you are listening to the FMBA Nation podcast series featuring the leaders, members, and supporters of the New Jersey State Firefighters Mutual Benevolent Association. Our mission is to inform, educate, protect the interests of the members of the FMBA, and keep safe the civilians in the communities we serve. You are listening to FMBA Nation podcast series. I'm your host, Bill Brower. Today, I'm joined by NJ FMBA president Ed Donnelly to talk about topics that affect our members and firefighters across New Jersey. Ed, first off, I hope you enjoyed your 4th of July. Thank you for taking the time to sit with me and review some of the issues that affect our members of the FMBA. Let's start with the latest news, Ed, out of Trenton, which is a monumental event for the members of this association and all of the members of the PFRS and that is the recent signing of the pension carve-out bill, S-5. Governor Murphy just signed it on July 3rd, and now we are on our way to eliminating having our fund raided by the political powers in Trenton and bringing back fiscal responsibility to our members and to the taxpayers of New Jersey.
1: Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me, and I hope you enjoyed your 4th of July as well. So, yes, what, what happened on July 3rd is the culmination of three years of hard work lots of research, lots of studying and going out and finding best practices of what would work here in New Jersey. You know, three years ago, we uh, we started to look into the possibilities of removing our PFRS from state control and having the stakeholders, the true fiduciaries of the pension system, take over and manage it and invest it. And that all came to culmination, like I said, on July 3rd, Governor Murphy signing our bill. This bill, does exactly what we set out to do three years ago it prevents our pension from being used as a political football anymore based on on political whims down in trenton no longer will that happen it allows our new board with our professionals that we hire to invest and manage our pension system in a way that is truly going to bring fiscal stability back to this pension system And really get us, remember, back in 2001, the PFRS was funded to 106%. That was a very strong number. And over those 17 years, we have dwindled down to under 70%. We're somewhere around 66% today. Um, That is just not good, and we're not going to stand for it anymore. We need to bring forth change, which this bill does, to put us on a path um, to fiscal stability.
0: Now, Ed, there's been a lot of talk uh, amongst some of the members about their benefits, how they uh, get their benefits from the PFRS uh, fund now as it stands. Will anything change uh, in terms of that? And uh, what can we see in the future moving forward? How soon can we see some of these things come into play?
1: So this bill gives us 366 days, a year and a day to make the full transition from the Division of Investments and Pension Investments today into the new board. Um, I will tell you this, that part of the plan, at least for today, is to um, maintain and retain the Division of Pensions, to handle the day-to-day operations, which they do a good job of, of making sure that pension checks are, are, are mailed down on the first of the month, Dealing with the phone calls that come in from our members to find out um, and have questions answered, the Division of Pensions does a good job with that. What's What's really good about this new bill? It gives us the ability to um, shop around. So you know, there's a cost for the division to administer our pension system, and we we know exactly what that is, and we can go out and we can um, you know try and shop around for the best. Product coming in that in that area, and if it means moving to someone else, we have the ability to do that. Um, but in on the onset, we are going to um, retain the division of pensions to um, to maintain the day to day operations of our pension system.
0: Now, Ed, you mentioned the meat and potatoes of the bill. Can you touch on a couple of those uh, main talking points and what those meat and potatoes are? What we asked for and what we got from from this administration?
1: Sure, um, you know. Listen, we paid upwards of $700 million in investment fees last year and the year before, and we lost, we lost the percentage points. Um, that's unacceptable. And um, you know, this board, through its executive director and through its chief financial officer, will make sure that we have investment strategies and plans that um, produce good numbers for us and make sure that we keep the investment fees in check. You know, I mean, there's it's it's mind boggling to to look back and see that, you know, we were paying upwards of seven hundred million dollars in fees and then losing a percentage point um, on our return. So that type of stuff stops. We no longer, as I as I said before, we're no longer beholden to um, an election year, whether they need to pilcher the money out of our our pension systems anymore. None of that can happen. Um, They can't borrow from this fund. It's our fund we control it well the board controls it they maintain it they management they manage it they invest it it's our professionals that we hire to do the work for us not the politicians in trenton that um you know come in for four or eight years and and are out of here and leave leave a bag of um of uh leaky bad stuff uh, for us to deal with for the next you know decade
0: Now, Ed, as a, as a member of the FMBA, I know I can speak for, for all of us in saying uh, we appreciate what you and the Executive Board have done over the past couple of years to really push this bill through the Assembly, through the Senate, get it done, get it signed by uh, by the Governor, and I can say that uh, this is a monumental event, something that's never been done uh, f- through the FMBA. It's, it's historical in that regards, and uh, we can definitely uh, say with a vote of confidence that this is something that's going to benefit our members and the members of the pfrs not just in the short term but for a long long time
1: so we appreciate that thanks bill and um this is historic it's monumental um it's it's long overdue um and and we're very proud of our union and and what we've got done but i i do want to just close out by saying that i realize this has changed this is not something that we jumped into lightly uh, we worked long and hard and made sure that we dotted our I's and crossed our T's. And as we build this thing over the next year and a day, I want our members to know that they will be kept abreast of every moving part of this. As we move forward, as we um, we, we build this board and we hire the, the professionals to manage this and uh, we gather more information, all of that information will be decimate, disseminated to our Newest members are our our long-term members and our retired members. Um, Every member of our union will know exactly what's going on as this thing uh, moves along. And um, this is going to be a good thing. And in the long term, it's going to take our pension system to a place where it should be, a safe and healthy place so we can rely on our pensions um, when we need them.
0: Ed, let's move on to the federal front here. We've got one of the latest bills to be passed, which is a huge one for our health and wellness initiatives, and that's the Cancer Registry Act, uh, which has had the support of two politicians here from the state of New Jersey, Senator Bob Menendez and Congressman Bill Pascrell. They were in attendance on July 3rd with uh, several members of the FMBA to introduce this Cancer Registry Act. Um, what what can you say about this Cancer Registry Act? What it means for us and what our members can can benefit from this act?
1: Thanks, Bill. Before I, I, I speak on the bill itself, I do wanna I, I want to touch on these two champions, um, in Senator Menendez and Congressman Pascrell. And I will say that um, Congressman Pascrell felt ill. While the uh, the press conference was going on, and I exchanged some texts with him yesterday, and he is feeling better, and we're very happy to see that um, he's recovering. It he a little dehydration problem, but uh, he's he's on a road to recovery. But Senator Menendez and 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 Congressman Pascrell have have really been champions for firefighters, not only here in New Jersey but around the country. Um, as far as our safer grant, um, AFG grants, and and now this new cancer registry bill, which is a very powerful bill. We all know that um, the unfortunate reality to our careers is our members are dying of cancers, and not just normal. Not that there's a normal everyday cancer, but really um, different and and strange and new uh, new cancers that are being found from the carcinogens that we're breathing in, and not only that we're breathing them in, we're you know we're absorbing them through our bodies. We we have learned so much over the past decade on. Um, you know, our gears off-gassing, um, you know, our our masks, um, our hoods um, producing toxins that go in around our jaws and our throats, and we're seeing a lot of throat cancer. Um, you know, so what this bill does is it's, it's a voluntary um, register of, of firefighters that are fighting cancer, and um, we can start to, A, identify them and, and what the cancers are, and then really take those findings and get them to the medical professionals to do some research, do some studies on them, and um, find better ways at the end of the day to protect our guys and gals while we're out there doing the jobs that we do every day. Um, you know, it, it really has come into the forefront on, on how prevalent cancer is in the fire service. And this union, the FMBA, is, is 100% um, in support of finding ways to keep our members safer every day.
0: And so, with regards to this bill, uh, where where is the bill stand right now, and what kind of ha- what happens next? What are we going to do
1: next? So, currently, the bill has been signed by both houses um, and passed both houses. We are waiting for President Trump to uh, put his signature on it, which we all expect to happen. Once that happens, we will. Um we will dissect the bill and find out the best way to get that information out to our members and how we can start signing up and voluntarily um, registering, God forbid, any of our, our members that are suffering through cancer or have had cancer and are in remission and beating it and working through it. So once the bill is signed and becomes actual law, um, the FNBA will be in the forefront on getting that information out to its members and how we can move forward from there.
0: Great. Ed, thank you again for all the hard work that you and the executive board and this organization does for our members, for us firefighters in the state of New Jersey, and uh, we truly appreciate it. This is Bill Brower with FMBA Nation. Stay safe.